Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's Sparky Fiber, 1250 AM, the fan in Milwaukee, along with our guy, Ryan Horvath, BetMGM tonight, weeknights, part of the BetQL radio network, him, Trista Crick, uh, and of course, Nick Ashu. Uh, and last night I saw a little bit, Trista was off, um, and some dude that some guests they had on talking about the Sacramento Kings and Mike Brown, oh man, you know, he didn't care about defense anymore, he's all about offense, that was oh. nonsense, totally. Total complete crap. I, I tweeted out. I said, please, somebody play this for Mike Brown in Sacramento so he can understand he's not about defense anymore. That dude is about defense. He doesn't have a rib protector, and that's killing the Sacramento Kings at this point. But uh, another prime example, last night's game, uh, in that Kings game, they locked out Memphis. Now, again, no John Morant. I understand. No Adams. But still, yeah. they locked him down after Memphis took the lead. Uh, in the third quarter, locked it down and went on some crazy, like they outscored him like 33 to 10 or something in the fourth quarter. Uh, and again, that would be defense. Sorry, I got that, my, that off my chest, Horvath. I'll say really quickly, though. Yeah, I mean, one little thing you said, of course, no John Moran. Well, yeah, John Moran has torched the Kings. The last two games he's played against them, he's combined for over 69 points in those games. Steven Adams, without him on the floor, I mean, Sabonis just ate all night long. I watched that game. I I bet the Kings pretty big last night. So I I love this Kings team, man. And by Um, the way, the offense is Jay Triano, who's an assistant coach, who's also the the Canadian national coach, I believe. I've known Jay for a while. He's the guy, if you watch Kings games, that's drawing up the offense in the huddles and taking control of the huddles. Remember, Mike Brown does not draw up plays. He didn't draw plays in Cleveland, and he's still not drawing up plays in Sacramento. Mike Brown is specifically defense, and he's probably going to win coach of the year. Oh, yeah. He's I, most likely. I mean, the Kings right now are the third seed in the West, yep. only behind the Nuggets, who, man, though, they've been really damn good. I, Jokic is probably going to win his third straight MVP. Memphis is tough, but I don't think Taylor Jenkins is winning coach of the year. So, yeah, I mean, he probably will, man. I mean, who else would you give it to? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you could give it to the rookie coach in Boston, obviously, no. because they're I mean, you inheriting because- the NBA Finals team. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, but it's his first year coaching, all that stuff that goes along with it. So maybe he gets a little love. I don't know. I, that's enough NBA talk. We're supposed to be talking football. Jock Vaughn. Uh, uh, Jock Vaughn, Brooklyn. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like Jock Vaughn. Back, though, yeah. Yeah, I like Jock Vaughn, uh, Jock Vaughn a lot. Curd and Law, we talk football here, not NBA. Green and Growing Podcast, we do talk NBA. Uh, okay, so lots has occurred, believe it or not, the last couple of days since uh, Ryan and I have talked last. For instance... Uh, we've had Ian Rappaport go on the Pat McAfee show uh, and tell everybody that apparently over the course of the summer, uh, Zach Wilson was studying film on a Friday night in the offseason uh, at the facility and was having a conversation with Aaron Rodgers. And Rodgers is like, where are you? He's like, are you at the facility? He's like, yeah, dude, I'm watching film, man. It's like 6 o'clock on a Friday night, Ian Rappaport said. What did Rodgers tell him? Dude, get out of there and go home. What are you doing? I'm doing all that. Go home. I mean, again, like, would Peyton Manning have told that kid to go home? Ah, oh, quit watching film. Try to quit trying to get better. Go have a social life. Go go hang out on the beach or go to Peru or whatever the hell the case may be. Like, I, I again, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers basher, 
but I hate that. Like, the dude's trying to get better. He's trying to get as good as he possibly can get going into his second year when the first year wasn't all that good. Try to go into the second year, and then you tell the dude, ah, don't worry about all that film stuff in the summertime. It's the summer. Enjoy your time off. Get away. I don't know, man. I, that just that bothered me. I've heard, like, different analysts say different things about Zach Wilson. Personally, I don't think he's any good. Well, but- I don't know. I think it's after like a after a year like that, it's like, you know, you either get away from the game for a couple weeks and refresh your head. But I heard some people say like, well, you're not getting an off season if you're a young quarterback and you got to put in the work. So, yeah, it is what it is. But I, I, I think that he needs I think he should be putting in all the work that he could because. Yes, exactly right. OK, so on top of all of this, we've had more information come out about Aaron Rodgers future. Uh, and where he may go. And it feels like all of these NFL guys now are talking about Aaron Rodgers and a possible trade uh, this offseason. Ryan Horvath, what do you got? Yeah, it's looking – I think they're going to move Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so, Ian Rappaport, when Schefter comes out, and this is no disrespect to Adam Schefter, he's obviously tremendous at his job. But, I mean, I just feel like ESPN especially, they're always trying to pump out drama. Whereas with Ian – Ian doesn't really have time for any nonsense. You know, he just kind of gets to the business. And he was like, hey, man, you know, uh, it's probably a possibility that if the team made the right offer, which means which means they're listening to offers. And it comes out today. Rappaport also says uh, they probably would have no interest in moving Aaron Rodgers to a team in the NFC, which they should listen to offers for teams from teams in the AFC. Here's my problem with that. Like if the commanders call you and they wouldn't because their owner is a criminal and they're going through a bunch of drama right now. But let's say they're not a mess. They have Terry McLaurin. They have all those weapons. They have Brian Robinson. And when healthy with Chase Young, they probably have a top 10 defense. If they call you and they're like, hey, two first rounders, a second rounder and blah, blah, blah. And that's the best offer. It's a better offer than what the Jets or the Dolphins are going to give you taking the best offer because you're probably going to rebuild. I know everybody has these dreams of Jordan Love just stepping in and the Packers competing next year or the year after. But let's be honest, man, Jordan Love isn't fixing this team either. That defense, that run defense was 32nd in DVOA. They were brutal. That was a bad run defense. Like the Lions are better than them. Uh, The Texans are a better run defense than the Packers. So I know everybody just wants to throw Aaron Rodgers under the bus after playing with a broken thumb on his throwing hand the entire season with rookie wide receivers. But Jordan Love's not stepping in there and winning 12, 13 games. I'm not saying he can win nine. He can can win nine games, Ryan. I don't don't think so. I think, I think, I think Detroit, I think let's, let's, I need Jordan Love to win a game before i'm saying that he's going to nine oh games. yeah he can win nine games this all right year. well here, here's what i'm saying though if the commanders are giving you a better offer than a team in the afc or if hell man if the bears call me no and they say we're not sold on justin fields i would rather deal with aaron Rodgers for two years get all the first round picks because you're winning that in two three years probably is your window jordan love has to Take it, take his bumps and bruises. Even if he wins nine games, they're not winning a Super Bowl. Jordan Love isn't going to the Super Bowl and beating Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Jordan Love right now, and we're going to talk about this, I know, coming up here, isn't beating Jalen Hurts or any of these guys even in the NFC right now. I don't know that he could beat the Detroit Lions right now. Maybe in two, three years he could. Who knows? Maybe he could. What I'm saying is I'm taking the best offer for Aaron Rodgers. That said, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. Ah, 
like we've talked about, Brett Favre, follow the Brett Favre footsteps, right? Being the diva, look at me on the way out of your career in Green Bay, manipulating management the way you want. He did it far better than Brett did, by the way. Um, I mean, he got him to get a player, otherwise he wouldn't come back in Randall Cobb. I mean, he's really done a much better job of being a diva on the way out than Favre ever did. Uh, so now he gets to go to New York. Now, is that situation any better than Brian Schottenheimer when he was running the Jets when Brett Favre showed up? with what they've got over there uh, with Salah running the Jets and no offensive coordinator as we speak because they just fired Matt LaFleur's brother. Again, the irony in all of this is just amazing if it ends up being the Jets. I I, I don't know. I, I think he stays. I don't think they're trading him. I'm not, I, I just don't think there's any chance. I think he's staying here. I don't think they're moving him. I don't. No, nah, I think they're moving him, man. I mean, it just seems like it's it, it seems like now's the time to do it, right? Because you're either moving Jordan Love or you're moving Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. Why? Then why did you give him that deal? Why didn't you just give him a one year deal and call it a day? I, I think they had to because he was coming off his second consecutive MVP. I mean, let's also remember, man, like when they gave him that deal, they also used the franchise tag on Devontae Adams. Correct. And so they thought Devontae was coming back and they were going to do the last dance thing one more time. They were going to run it back with all these guys because look at all these guys that were on their last deal. The Alan Lazards, the Robert Tunyons. They knew they were probably going to have – I don't think they have to make a decision on Bakhtiari and, or Elton Jenkins, but they're going to have to make some decisions this offseason that they didn't have to last offseason. They are already on the hook with a lot of these guys. So I think it was like, hey, man, if we let this guy walk, he's the back-to-back MVP. He's probably going to win a Super Bowl. That looks terrible for us, and it looks terrible for Jordan Love if he steps in and he's a six-win, seven-win quarterback, and this guy who's been torching the league last the last two years goes and does it somewhere else. Brian Gutekinds, you, you can't, as a general manager, you just can't afford to do that. It's Aaron Rodgers. He's been here. He took over for Brett. It's been nearly two decades. So it looks better doing it this way? Well, now I feel like you could say, hey, like he's not what he was a year or two ago. We had to make the decision on Jordan. We like Jordan. No, no, no. Publicly, and also, they, like, Jordan, wasn't, like, Jordan did not look this good last year. The Kansas City Jordan Love was not the Eagles Jordan Love. Correct. Yeah, so I you agree. had to probably see that. You had to, you had to see that this kid put in the work. He was, he was always going to be a project. Now Jordan Love, we're hearing it from him, man. He's like, hey, guys, I've been – the the poster boy for backup quarterbacks here the last couple of years no drama you never hear from me right it's my time though like because if you're Jordan Love man you're you're almost pushing thirty years old you you, you a you want to get paid you got to make a career out of this he hasn't he's made money but he hasn't made enough money for an NFL quarterback right. that was taken in the first round where he was taken he could have easily been taken by the Colts so, or somebody else and been playing right now I just think they have to make the decision and. I love Aaron Rodgers, but yeah, it's probably the right one just to go to Jordan Love if you could trade Aaron Rodgers for two first-round picks. You're setting yourself up for success. We just saw this workout for the Seattle Seahawks, who made the playoffs, whereas Russell Wilson and the Broncos did not. You're going to get a haul for Aaron Rodgers. You think you have your guy in Jordan Love. You have a decent enough roster. You just paid Elton Jenkins. You know what I mean? You got guys on that offensive line, Zach Tom and whatnot. The defense was a bust, but you still have your fit. You get your guys. Jair's not going anywhere. Uh, you, you probably want to redo, redo excuse me, your deal with um, with Rashawn Gary right now, I would you assume. Have to Extend them. That's what I mean. Yeah. So I hate to say it, man. It seems like, yeah. I mean, or else what? 
Or you else, what I've been saying. You try to get Brandon Cooks. You try to, I don't know. You bring back Rodgers. You give Jordan Love the extension, like I've been saying the whole time, which is they- that three-year extension, which takes up year five, year six, year seven, at $20 million a year, which he doesn't deserve. He hasn't done anything to prove that he deserves $20 million. So that's you showing your blind faith to them, to him, that, look, you're going to be our guy. Just hang in there. We're almost through all of this here. We're going to get through it with Rodgers. And if I'm the Packers, I tell Rodgers, play or retire. But you're under contract. You sign the contract. To hell with you. I, we're not doing this. We're not going down the same path again. And I'll tell you why. Let's go to topic number two. What are the bare minimum deals you would make to move Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love? Now, there is an agent called Joel Corey. He also writes uh, for CBS Sports, right? Former agent. He said on a podcast called Head of the Pack, Ken Ingles tweeted this out uh, yesterday, I think it was, that he believes a reasonable Aaron Rodgers trade compensation package would be a day two pick this year in 2023 and a conditional first round pick in 2024 if Rodgers is playing in 2024. I'll tell you right now, I'm not trading him. If that's what the if that's all the compensation package is going to be, is that nonsense? There's no way, Aaron. I, there's no way. Packer fans will torch Lambeau if you trade him for a second or third round pick and a conditional one if he plays in 24. Nope. No chance. No freaking way am I making that deal. No, man. Russell Wilson. Right. Again, he's, he's younger than Aaron Rodgers, and he was coming off a season where it was like his hand surgeon said, this guy has no business being on the football But you field. also like, had to give him a new deal. Rodgers already has a deal. Right, but for him, for him, for for Russell Wilson, you got a first round pick, right? You got Noah Fant, who's a pretty good tight end. You got a defensive end in Shelby Harris. You got a second rounder in 2023. You got a second rounder in 2022. You got a fifth rounder in 2022. For Aaron Rodgers, I want two first round picks, and I won't trade Aaron Rodgers for anything less than two first round picks. Fair. And I probably want a player as well. He's Aaron freaking Rodgers, man. Thank you. You, you you can look at social media and Cheese Nation and everybody's down on Aaron Rodgers, but any other team, any other fan base, any other wide receiver in this league, you think the Jets, dude, you think the Jets, they were begging for Mike White, who I thought was the director of the show White Lotus. He is actually. <laughs> and, and Chris Streveler, who will be a D.C. defender, I guarantee you, by next week they were begging for those guys that's how bad zach wilson was not only on the field but in the locker room as a leader the only thing is maybe aaron Rodgers is a is like the mentor to zach wilson is like i don't want to do it like i don't, I don't want to go there His, oh zach wilson's got to get traded too you can't trade for aaron Rodgers. and not trade zach wilson hey hey I'm going to end that right there he's not coming to green bay no though. no i didn't say green bay i'm just no, saying i know i saw people yeah, they have to get him off the roster, though, if you're trading yeah. for Aaron Rodgers. Whether they trade, trade him to Seattle or wherever he goes, the Jets can't keep Zach Wilson in the building and tell him Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. That can't yes. happen. They could trade Zach Wilson to the Bermuda Triangle. I didn't like Zach Wilson in college. I watched him play against Coastal Carolina in that big game. And Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers, kicked the living crap out of Zach Wilson for three and a half straight hours. I never liked Zach Wilson. The weird thing is he can make some nice throws, but he can't just complete – he can't, like, hit a running back in the flats. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, you know where I want to go is I want to go to Miami. The problem is that defense stinks, but if you have Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, you have Mike McDaniel – and, and Tua's, it looks like Tua's done there, or else I don't know what that cryptic tweet was all about. I don't know if you saw that last week. Uh-huh. Tua, oh, Tua tweeted out, like, 
I got to pull it up. Sorry. Not, Wait, I know. You don't think Rodgers wants to go to Las Vegas more so than any other place to go play with Devontae and Josh yeah. Jacobs, who had a resurgence, and Waller at tight end? Like, that offense is ready to go. I wouldn't want to play for the head coach. They'd but, have to play him. Yeah. But the offense is ready to go uh, for me more than it is in Miami. Miami's got a lot of a, a lot of speed search for sure, but he's going to have to be able to hit those throws if they're going to do that. Wait. I want to I want to go back to what you just said about McDaniel's because I got to ask you something about that. But first, the Tua tweet, so I don't so I don't forget. When one chapter ends, another begins. Proud of this last one. Excited for the next one. Oh, just next year. I don't know. Maybe it means that Tua is on the move. Rogers goes to Miami. No, because Rogers also, man. I don't want to play in the cold weather. The problem is if and and you know what? Maybe I want to go to Miami because I don't want to go. I don't want to go to Vegas because I'm not going against Justin Herbert. And uh, Patrick Mahomes. He thinks he's better than them. He don't care about well, that. He's, he's, he's not better than Mahomes. I, I've also come to the realization, I know Tom Brady will always be the most decorated quarterback of all time. I know Joe Burrow has the better record against Mahomes. We're already doing this legacy thing. Hey, if Mahomes doesn't beat Burrow, how do we consider Mahomes better than Burrow? Because one guy is going to be playing on one freaking leg. Mahomes is the best quarterback, I think, like as far as talent-wise, ever. Right? Uh, he's I don't uh, well, he's up there. Hey, you brought he's up, up there. Yeah. I know you hate McDaniels because of what he did to your Colts. No, I've always hated now, no, now that the full story has come out about that, I don't know if you saw this. No, what is it? Go ahead. All right. Let me – I, I got to – I don't want to – There's a full story of what happened. You don't know about it that? It wasn't something having to do with Belichick promising him the New England job to go back? No, this actually – Because that was the assumption of what happened. This makes McDaniels like – this makes McDaniel's look like the uh, like the good guy here. So, what ended up happening was the Colts screwed him. No, Chris Ballard, the general manager for the Colts. Right. So Chris Ballard, I'm trying to like get this. I want you to read this, but I'll give you the the spark notes because it's really Thanks. weird. So anyway, he goes to McDaniel's house and they're closing the deal, right? And McDaniel's wife, they're all sitting there, they're having dinner, and I guess he just starts acting like a complete weirdo. He goes in their bathroom for like McDaniels a or Ballard, huh? McDaniels or Ballard was acting like a weirdo. Ballard, the general manager. Okay. Um, it's not so, good for Chris Ballard, but okay, go ahead. Hold on, hold on. Let me. I gotta pull this up. Because remember, Chris Ballard is under fire in Indianapolis too at this point. Not for the Jeff Saturday pick, because everybody knows Ursay made it, but now he's interviewed like a hundred people. Uh, and if it's Jeff Saturday again, that means essentially Ballard has no power. Like, Ursay's just going to do whatever the hell Ursay wants uh, going forward, and that's it. Ballard has not been able to figure out the quarterback deal since Andrew Luck up and retired uh, at the end. He was been trying to, you know, put this in together every year with a veteran quarterback at the end of their career to try and keep them, uh, you know, kind of in it. Um. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't know why I threw Chris Ballard under the bus. Bus. By the way, it was Jim Ursay actually, the owner. It was the, yeah, who's nuts, right? Yes. So what happened? So, all right. So Dan Dockich, who, again, like more people have gotten a hold of this. I listened to Chris Long's podcast. He was talking about this. And he said that he heard about this and there was a lot of truth to it. So I don't know where I went with Chris Ballard. My bad on that. I don't want to throw him under the bus here. Yeah, so no, no, no. So Dockich's tweet was, McDaniel's wife made him pull the plug after having Jim Ursay in their home in Boston, observing his odd behavior, which included 
being in the family bathroom for a very long and awkward period of time. And if you know his past history, yes, we know. imagine what he was doing yeah. in that bathroom. But I guess he just showed up at the house. I heard about this last year and just started acting like a complete weirdo, wouldn't leave their bathroom. And she was like, yeah, honey, you're not going to work in Indianapolis for this psychopath. Chris Ballard, fine, fine person. Jim Ursay, though, is a nutbag. He's different. Yeah, he's so different. Does that make you feel any better about why he pulled the plug, or you just didn't like him before that? Sorry, I've never, I've never liked Josh. I've never liked him. No, I've never liked that dude from the war jump. So, no. But either way, that Raiders job, like I said, I think that's a more attractive situation to play with Devontae again. A guy that he knows, they're on the same page. They know the hand signals, right? They all they know what the hell they're doing and go there and play. And Devontae Adams would be ecstatic if Aaron Rodgers showed up in Las Vegas if he's going to have to lose Derek Carr. Now, having said that, I do not want Derek Carr in return. Do not trade me Derek Carr in an Aaron Rodgers trade. You agree with that, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, if Aaron Rodgers is leaving, it's because Jordan Love's taken over. Right. I don't Not to have a veteran Love to replace Rodgers. Yeah, it's either Jordan Love or nobody else. Okay. Now, like, I wouldn't want Tua from Miami. I wouldn't want any of these guys. I wouldn't want any of these retreads. That never works out, man. I know Gino was a fun story for 10 weeks, but then Gino became a pumpkin again, and look where he is now. He's at home with the rest of us. I, yeah. That never works out. Carson Wentz, uh, Matt Ryan, every year with the Colts. Phillip Rivers, actually – he just okay. kind of lost it at the end there. Uh, I mean, Peyton Manning, guys like that, Tom Brady, they're different examples. Aaron Rodgers would be a different example because those are Hall of Famers that it's just time for a change of scenery. But no, not these guys. Baker Mayfield, you know, the Josh Rosens. I don't want I don't want that. I want Jordan Love. We'll see what we have in Jordan Love. If he's not the guy, then they'll stink, and you'll be able to draft your guy in a year or two. If Gutekinds is allowed that privilege, which he will be because we don't have an owner, it's a bunch of people like us and Winkler, and so – you know, nothing happens to Gutekinds. There's no consequences. Ted's Let's talk final, about Jordan Love. Ted's final couple of years was a mess. Right. Let's talk about Jordan Love. Let's say they keep Rodgers, and now they trade Jordan Love. Matt Schneidman of The Athletic uh, put out his top 10 things for the offseason for the Packers piece. Uh, and, again, very well done piece. But in there, he talks about possibly trading Jordan Love if Aaron Rodgers is the guy. And he brings up a day three pick for Jordan Love. You get a fourth or a fifth or a sixth round pick for Jordan Love? That makes Goody look horrible. Horrible. You can't even get a day two pick for Jordan Love? Like, again, like I said before, with the Joel Corey trade thing, I'm not saying yes to that, and I'm certainly not trading Jordan Love for a day three pick. Jordan, sorry, the rest of the league thinks you suck. I don't, and I'm not trading you for a day three pick. And here's where the Packers are going to have leverage if Jordan Love's like, I want out, I want to be a starting quarterback, and he shows them tape of guys like Teddy Bridgewater and, you know, uh, Davis Mills starting games this past year. They're going to say, yeah, man, but, like, we drafted you in the first round. You know the offense. Rodgers is old as crap if he is coming back. He's one hit away from going on the injured reserve, and then you're taking over for the rest of the year. You're coming back. This is still your team here. And unfortunately for you, man, we kind of ruined your career by taking you when we shouldn't have. We should have taken T. Higgins. And this is what I'm saying because this was unfair to Jordan Love, all of this as well, because somebody would have taken him like the Colts and he would have played by now. He was never going to play with Aaron Rodgers, who was already under contract, and you knew it was going to come out spiteful, and you just made the NFC Championship game. That's why this never made any sense. I'm not a Jordan Love hater, but right now, like who would want him and who would give up more than a third or fourth round pick at best probably a fourth because even the bad teams either have quarterbacks young quarterbacks like justin fields or 
they have early picks and you have Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, or you want to suck for next year because next year you're getting Caleb Williams, who everybody thinks is the next big thing, or Drake May, who everybody thinks is going to be the next big thing. And who knows? I mean, I think Sam Hartman's probably a career backup or the kid at Wisconsin. Somebody's somebody's going to have a career year, man. Some all these kids are transferring. Nobody knew who the hell Joe Burrow was until his final year at LSU. He was really good that year before they won 10 games and they won a bowl game. But nobody knew who the hell Joe Burrow was. He wasn't. It was Tank for Tua. It was Justin Herbert. Burrow came out of nowhere. So you know there's going to be somebody that does that next year as well. So that's the problem for Jordan Love is the quarterback position is better than it's ever been. I mean, look at all these guys. Look at the AFC, Herbert, uh, you know, Burrow, Allen. And then look at the bad teams even in the NFC. I, if I'm the Giants, man, I, I'd probably rather have Jordan Love than Daniel Jones. But how do you move on from Daniel Jones after you just won double-digit games? Well, nine games. Went to the playoffs, though, and – you know, now you kind of have to commit to them. Yeah, listen to them talk uh, after the season. It sounds like they're saying goodbye to Saquon. Um, they're giving Daniel Jones the money, and they're going to let Saquon Barkley go play somewhere else because apparently he wants $12 million or more a year, and apparently they don't want to pay it by, by all accounts. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, so what's the minimal deal you would do for Jordan Love then? Like a fourth-round pick, fifth-round pick? But what's the minimal, the very least I'm willing to accept for Jordan Love is what? Do I have to give an answer? Because I'm probably not trading Jordan Love if it's a fourth round pick. I'm probably saying, Me too. suck it up. You're backing up Aaron Rodgers again, dude. Or like, what's what's your alternative? Do you want to go play in the XFL? Like, I'm not being a jerk here, but I, again, I think Rodgers gets moved. No, I'm not doing a fourth round pick for a guy that you moved up for in the first round. Correct. You, you, you obviously believe in him. I mean, we've seen him perform this year a little bit. So I'll I'm tell not. You this. I'll trade him for a starting safety that's better than what we have. I'll yeah. do that. Somebody to replace oh. Amos. I'll do that. Or, or to replace Savage or whatever. I'll take a starting safety for Jordan Love. You can keep yourself in dumb picks. I'll 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 make that deal. If I can't get at least a second round pick for Jordan Love, then I'll just take a player for player swap. I'll give take me a, give me a team that has some safety depth that a, a guy that could come in and start right away. Who knows? Maybe the Texans don't want Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. They do. I would say, hey, we'll take Brandon Cooks off your hands. We need a veteran wide receiver. Right. And I would I would do a player-for-player player swap if you're, like, going all in. But I would want to draft a quarterback probably. Mm, yeah. You know who I would – you know what I would do? Here's me playing general manager. There's a kid that I really like. He's out of Fresno State. He's a little bit smaller, and I absolutely love him. I, small quarterbacks scare me, but he's not like Kyler Murray, Jake Hayner. And he's probably not going to go until like the second or third round. I haven't looked at him in a mock for him lately. Nobody's talking about him because they're talking about Will Levis because he's right. big. Oh, I think he's a glorified tight end, dude. I, uh, I would, if you have to move on from Jordan Love, that's what I do, though. I would, if you have to get like, you know, get whatever you can in return. You run it back with Rodgers, but then you draft Jake Hayner. He learns behind Rodgers, and then you have your quarterback of the future. I think he's going to be really good if he's drafted into the right opportunity. See, now again, you get drafted to Green Bay, you're getting drafted in, into the right opportunity. That's the other thing. That's an Iman piece. And Chad Ryder brought it up when he was with us from NFL.com, which is, okay, let's say they move Jordan Love. Everybody seems to think the Packers are going to package picks and go screaming up there into the top 10 to go draft a quarterback this year. So now if you're Rodgers, okay, I'll come back and stay, and we're going for the Super Bowl, right? Yep, 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 you sure are. And we just traded our first, our third, our fifth, and a pick next year to go get a quarterback to replace you, Aaron. We're going for the Super Bowl, though, buddy. Just trust us. That's not going to go over very well. 
I got to be honest. You know what I trade Aaron Rodgers for? I love Aaron Rodgers and I like Jordan Love, but not as much as I like CJ Stroud. I would do Rodgers this year for an early pick to one of these teams. If like if the you, Colts, yeah, I, I would do something with yeah, yeah. And nobody's talking about the Colts, man. And they're in the AFC. They they're in a old bad. Old. They're in a bad division. Although the Jags are up and coming, they're getting yeah. Calvin Ridley. Also, let's remember, but that defense is a sieve. Yeah, them are the Titans. They've got two first-round picks, I believe, Tennessee. And if you could get in there, man, and you could get C.J. Stroud, all due respect to Jordan Love, I like C.J. Stroud a lot. I don't get why people are saying even Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. How did you watch that game against Georgia, who's an NFL defense? He made every single play. And he was ran. ready without his best wide receiver in Jackson Smith and the Jigba. And then Marvin Harrison Jr., who was yep. just – they win that game if he doesn't get hurt. He gets hurt. Yeah, I would do it, man. I Like – I would be really excited. I would be more excited for a quarterback 22, 23 years old than – how old is Jordan Love now? I 26? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. That's the other thing, man. Like, we've wasted really valuable good years of Jordan Love's evaluation process. For sure. Yeah, like, no doubt. Jordan Jordan Love is – yeah. I mean, he's not going to – he's actually only 24 years old right now. Really? Yeah, doesn't it seem like he's been in See, the league? See, he's only 24. He's been, stressing me out. he's been causing me stress for years. He's only 24. Yeah, he can wait another year. Thank you. Thank he, you. He, he could play when he's 25. How old was Aaron? He's got to be somewhere 24. in that area, yeah. He waited three years, not four. This will be the fourth year for Jordan Love, though. Uh, all right, uh, one last topic here for you. Uh, and this, this was put out uh, on a tweet uh, by our good buddy, uh, Andy Herman. Uh, that had me laughing. And I was like, wow, I, I hadn't concern, uh, considered this from a couple days ago. Really hope Jordan Love kills it because for the same writers who brought you Kevin King and TJ Watt and Josh Myers and Creed Humphrey, Jordan Love and Jalen Hurts is going to be insufferable, uh, tweets Andy Herman. Of course, uh, Pack-A-Day podcast uh, runs that whole thing over there. Does a great job. I, I guess I hadn't put together Jordan Love, Jalen Hurts because Ryan Horbot is all about T. Higgins, Jordan Love. But if we go Jordan Love, Jalen Hurts, that's an even tougher hill to climb for Jordan Love and the T. Higgins uh, deal where they should have taken T. Higgins. To say they rather should have taken Jalen Hurts from Alabama or Oklahoma uh, than T. Higgins, yeah, that that that's going to be tough. That That's going to be real tough, especially if Hurts goes and wins the Super Bowl this year before he even gets a chance to start Ryan. That's going to be a tough hill to, to climb um, and convince people that Brian Gutekunst did screw this whole thing up. Hey, T-, T Higgins says T Higgins says uh, they're not 50-50 balls when you throw them to me. They're 80-20 balls. If he was a Green Bay Packer, they beat Tampa Bay, they beat San Francisco. Him on him on the outside and then moving Devontae wherever yep. Devontae wants to go, that opens things up for MVS. Oh man, if they, if they would have just taken T Higgins. It'll always be T Higgins for me. I love I love that freaking Bengals team. I would take any of those guys. Yeah, I mean, um it this is, probably isn't going to end well. But here's the thing, like I wouldn't have taken I would have taken Jordan Love and I thought he was going to be a project. I would have taken Jordan Love over Jalen Hurts. I'll admit I didn't think Jalen Hurts was going to be very good. Jalen Hurts got replaced by Tua in the biggest spot, uh, bounced back tremendously, goes to Oklahoma. But look at that offense, man, and look at everybody that stepped in that offense and runs that Lincoln Riley sure. offense. We'll see what Caleb Williams end up be, ends up being. But Baker Mayfield was ridiculous in that offense was the number one overall pick bust Kyler Murray ridiculous in that offense number one pick we'll see right now I'm I'm not not what we want him to be right 
Right, he's more worried, he's worried about playing Doom or Call of Duty, whatever yeah. the hell it is, than making plays on the football field. So with Jalen, Jalen literally couldn't throw outside the numbers to the left side of the field. He did what Josh Allen did, and I know Josh Allen, that's a bad example after the stinker he laid, and that was a big win for Romney this past weekend. Sure but Jalen Hurts improved his accuracy, which a lot of quarterbacks don't do. The thing about Jalen that you knew he's a worker, we saw those videos of him deadlifting and squatting 10,000 pounds. You knew he was going to put in the work. Also, man, that's the perfect system. you got to give Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni a lot of credit. I'm not saying he's a system quarterback. He's got – multiple backs that could run the football miles sanders boston scott and they went and got him aj freaking brown but still i think when it's said and done jalen hurts probably ends up having the better career so this probably won't end well but i don't i don't know that we'll look back at it like oh we could have had tj Watt. we took kevin king i don't think we'll do that uh with the jalen hurts jordan love thing because i don't think anybody saw this from jalen hurts I certainly didn't. No, I didn't. No, no. He is Ryan Horvath. Bet MGM tonight, weeknights, part of the BetQL Radio Network. Him, Trisha Crick, Nick Ashu. Follow Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Horvath. You can follow me at Sparky Radio. Check out all the interviews I do there at 1250 a.m. com. Pretty much day to day, Monday through Friday. You can see a new interview each day when you wake up. Or just look on your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, under 1250. You can get all the interviews downloaded there as well if you don't want to go to the website itself. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll uh, do another one coming up on Friday. Toodles.